Welcome back, cult members, to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your cult leaders and host, Jordan Garcia. With me, I have... Armando Avizu here, and what do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? Well, what we like to do is we like to get the cult together, and we like to watch a film that's in the Criterion Collection, and then we like to pair it with a film, well, at least one of the hosts does. We like to pair it with a film that we believe belong in the co- belongs in the collection, and, sh- and, you know, and we pair it in terms of like, you know, they kind of have the same themes, same things going on. You know, they just, it's a good double bill. There's some connection, yeah. There's some connection. It's just a good double bill. We just like putting together good double bills. But it's also just to vote and talk about on the film that we bring and see if it belongs in the Criterion Collection. And that's what we do here. And uh, today is my episode. And we are talking about uh, a early spine number here for all you spine heads. We're talking about Spinex. Spine, spine. Oh yeah, yes. Uh, Spiner, Spiner boys. What, what, what Spinex? Is that what I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, you're the one who claimed what we called them. Oh, did we? I don't remember. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. Spine heads. For all the yeah. spine, for all the spineys spine out there. Spinebacks. I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is we're talking about walkabout. That's right. 1971. Nicholas Rogue, and this is spine number ten. This is one of the earliest Ooh. spines uh, that we've ever done, right? I think uh, so, right? Yeah. Right. There's a lost episode. We might have did. Uh, Citizen Kane. But we did Citizen Kane, but we had to scrap that one. Yeah. For, you know. Well. We all saw that movie. What was that movie called? Uh, Mank. Mank, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had to mank that shit out yeah. of there. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, Walkabout. Um, so let's let's tell you what the Walkabout is about. All right, so this is from Letterboxd. Again, Letterboxd, hit us up. Uh, this is the tagline, a boy and girl face the challenge of the world's last frontier. Hmm. <clears throat> all right. Under the pretense of having a picnic, a, geolo- a geologist, I didn't even know he was, uh, a geologist takes his teenage daughter and six-year-old son into the Australian outback and attempts to shoot them. When he fails, he turns the gun on himself, and the two city-bred children must contend with harsh wilderness alone. They are saved by a chance encounter with an aborigine boy who shows them how to survive, and in the process underscores the disharmony between nature and modern life. Wow, that mm. explains a lot, actually. Yeah, that was explains a great... more than a movie does. Uh, you think so? I did not know the dad was a geologist. Uh, yeah, I guess you could tell by his work, but we're not smart enough to notice that. I wasn't smart enough to notice. To realize, the, to make that connection. Yeah. I just I just assumed that it was something to do with, uh, you know, the stock market or banking. That's what I thought, why too. why else would you want to kill yourself, you know? Yes, exactly. I, or a politician in some yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, in some kind of, like, that, that's what I thought, too. Yeah, so but who's in this? Let me just say really oh, quick. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jenny, uh, Jenny Agutter, who plays girl. We have Luke Rogue. uh Plays Nick, white boy. <laughs> Nicholas's son, he plays white boy. And then we have uh, the the late great uh, David uh, Gopillo. Gop- yeah, well, who, who we just, plays, yeah, we just we talked about him on our, our uh, the last uh, wave, last wave take and shelter. take shelter episode. And we must have just did. When did we do that movie? It was last summer too, I think. Yeah, but and he, he just, just recently, passed away yeah, in like he, November. He recently yeah. just passed away. Yeah, yeah. so wow. shout out to the homie because yeah. uh, this is his debut. Yeah, his last wave. His last walkabout. And then uh, we have uh, John Milan as dad, as as man, as the dad, yeah. as the dad who acts like a goddamn fool. Who didn't? Uh, who I didn't know what he did for a living. I th- again, I thought he was a yeah. politician. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so let's get into walkabout. But I'm bringing. Okay, well, first let me say real quick that I'm bringing later. Leave no trace, and I'm gonna yeah. give you that information later about that. But don't worry about that. Don't worry. We're not gonna trace that. Yeah, we're talking walkabout. Right we're now. talking walkabout. So let's walk about it. Let's talk about it. 
Yeah. Mondo. Yes. This is our third foray into into Mr. Rogue. He's a cinema. He was a cinematographer first, so we actually have seen movies where he was behind the camera, but not as a director. Oh. But okay. so we've seen uh, Don't Look Now. Yeah, uh, the horror film, as yeah. well as Insignificance, which I paired with Mr. Lonely, which was where the 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 Marilyn Monroe and the Albert Einstein and they all meet together at the oh, hotel. Oh, yeah, that was him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I was like, what? I was like, that was Mr. Lonely, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, what are you thinking about Rogue so far? Because this is, I, I will say this. I'm, I'm, I imagine this is yours as well. This is basically our first. Yeah, first this, viewing a walkabout. I mean, this, or at least of his. This is us going through his filmography that we never did before, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. I never saw those movies before we did this. Yeah, podcast. all those were first watches. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, well, walkabout is just one of those movies that's always been around, you know, like that you know that is like a, a class, not a classic. Yeah, but you like know the a, cover. Yeah, and yeah. you just know that it's. I yeah, I'm guessing it's just. I thought it was just gonna be the one guy just walking around the whole time, but oh, okay, way, yeah, the, the aborigine uh-huh. set up. Uh, yeah, the aborigine guy, and uh, yeah, the way it's set up is just it's the two kids and the dad, and it's it shows like small glimpses, and if you've seen, uh, I feel like more so like don't look now. It it oh, like uh-huh. his filmmaking right. is more like. Yeah, tuned yeah. to that you know that's true. and he yeah, did yeah. a little more i mean on do now you could tell like he got better a little bit sort of i mean well i mean you know worked on his craft more obviously but you know i mean you still get the gist on this one too but and i'm not saying anything is bad about this movie really really but i just i wasn't i didn't know what i was i just was unprepared for what i was gonna see you know because i thought this was this just seems like one of those movies that i'm gonna drag my feet along on the walkabout you know like (laughs) and and surprisingly i did not it kept me like um uh engaged the whole film like you know like what like and it and it's like a simple story you know like that's i was gonna say do you think it was because of the story that you thought it was gonna make you drag your feet or just the filmmaking probably itself like because you you were thinking about the last wave and for those of you who might have listened to that episode that's peter weir Um, that's well i I didn't think that no no but no no i'm just but but to say like um, so he's part of the Australian New Wave, Peter Weir, and so yeah. is Nicholas Rogue, and yeah. that's like part of that, right? And so I kind of get what you're saying, where it like it felt like, oh man, this might be like a chore, like this might is going to be like a little bit of something that I don't know, yeah. maybe it, it was of its time, and but I'm not going to exactly. Kind of it's just one of yeah. those like you know like a, a foreign film that you know you just, especially like when you're younger, you just kind of roll your eyes at. And like exactly like with El Norte, like even like watching the trailer for that before we watched that movie, oh, right, right. like it was just one of those like, you know, art house films like El Norte, like, you know, with the narration with during the trailer and stuff. And that was, you know, that was that was really great, too. Like, you know, but I thought that would that might have been a chore, too, to watch, you know. But yeah, the walkabout, <clears throat> it definitely like, you know, like it's simple as you know basic bare bones story like there's barely any like kind of like yeah it's more it's like it's it's a film like in its truest way where it's like show don't tell it's a walkabout and your quote is not a chore (laughs) (laughs) which is a good i mean that's a good thing i mean that's a good that's a very good uh assessment of a movie (laughs) it's not a chore no but you know like you know where you just see those movies where it can be like it can be that and this no, for was sure. not and, that you know and, and again like you said because like you were saying i didn't mean to interrupt you but about because the story was so sim- simplistic and that there really isn't anything there but 
the dad drives these two kids out to the Australian yeah, desert. Yeah, you really have no context really why or why. Like, you know, yes, they're just going on a yeah. picnic, doing whatever. The dad's, like, doing his work. The, uh, the daughter is, like, setting up a picnic. The little boy is, you know, being a little boy playing in the outback, you know, with his toys and stuff. Yeah, I mean, he does a pretty good job, I think, of, like, before maybe showing, like, the dad just, like, walking around with a drink, looking at all of them, like, with no, like, expression on his face. So it does kind of seem like he's, you know, you get the sense that, yeah, he doesn't want to Yeah, you get this kind of disdain and just the way the dad is a little, like, the little time we have with him, like, is just, like, he's he's more on the chore of life. (laughs) You know, like, he's, like, this is a chore, like, being, like, Mm -hmm. working, being a family man, being married, you know, all this stuff, you know. And he's going on his own walkabout. Yeah, and, and he and he never says that, but you can yeah. tell. But yeah, you can tell in his face, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And as most, when you look at most fathers, yeah. you can tell. You can just face. tell they're unhappy to be there. Yeah, and, and I think that's um, another great thing. Like you said, like uh, so, the storytelling is very minimal in that it's just the story is not. There's not all kinds of stuff there. Yeah. There isn't these like monologues of him being like, "Oh, I hate my job. I hate my family," and so yeah. that you know that he's going to do that. You know that he's going to drive them out. Because, again, I, I didn't see a trailer for this. I, I only yeah, I knew. Did, yeah, I went in blind pretty much. Yes, yeah, know? same here. So once I saw that and once it goes out there and he starts shooting at the kids, right? Like, he, you know, he takes the kids out for a picnic and he just pulls out a gun and starts shooting at his kids. And it's and it's just really yeah, like. Yeah, well, his son is, like, playing around and shooting his little squirt gun yeah. towards his dad. And then all of a sudden, the real gun goes off. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, you're to- like totally taken back. Yeah, like, where did know? that come from? Or like, and then, oh, maybe he's just joking around with him, like, yeah. shooting at him, sort of. Like, you know? but, but once a daughter becomes so scared. Yeah. And she's just like, uh, she, she sort of realizes, oh, no, yeah, he's, like, shooting cover. at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're just like, oh, yeah, he's, like, trying to kill them. Yeah. And then when they're running away, he's like, come back, children. He's a... Uh, He's like, I need you to come back now. Yeah. Like, and he's like kind of saying it in like this really crazy kind of psychotic way where it's like really calm, but like, you know, where he's just like, he's all, he's all, no, 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 he's all, just head back this way. He's all, make sure you bring him too. You know what I mean? It's like, a, it's a fucking, um, Jack Nicholson from The Shining, you know? Yeah. He's all, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in, you know? Yeah. And like, then, yeah. And so he ends up just shooting himself in the head. Yeah. Uh, and then like he leaves them out there in the desert. Yeah. For, yeah. Yeah, and so, I mean, which is pretty much, like, killing them, you know, in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, luckily they run across yeah. uh, the young Aborigine boy who knows how to live off the land, which is where that where the movie kind of, like, that's where it starts to show uh, those contrasts, which I think is, like, a great uh, filmmaking and editing thing where it's, like, you know, they'll show the Aborigine, like, do things, whether he's hunting or chopping meat up, and it'll, like, cut to, like... People like in a the butcher, city doing like, those or things, butcher yes. cutting meat, or yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that was that was really great. That's what I like, and that was like kind of like they do that a lot in uh, Don't Look Now, you know, mm-hmm. like with the with the woman and like scaring them and like you know kind of reliving the whole thing or like yeah, lived yeah, it, yeah. you know, like like weird flash forwards, but like not so like in your face, I guess, but like kind of like almost like MTV style cutting, you know. <laughs> or you know well, like the quick cuts i'm saying you know? yeah 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 but but you know like you know like a, i don't think news rogue would like the mtv style cutting yeah because it was before mtv you know oh sure yeah yeah but that's what like you know that's what you know like things got oh you can't cut that fast and you can't do that but you can't you know like oh yeah and, and me- i think also you can take the medium of editing a lot further than people thought you know yeah and also i think it's like a, 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 a it's also like a way to kind of show 
you know, it's supposed to be, I feel like, surreal, right? Like, the whole thing of them, like, traveling through that, you know, meeting that. It's, like, supposed to feel like it's, like, kind of a dream in a way. Like, those things where she's... Did just, it? Like, a lot of times where she, like, you know, when they first see him and they just sort of, like, staring at him, like, it's like a mirage, you know? And he's running around, like, killing that lizard yeah. and they're just, like, staring at him, like... And obviously, he's real. I'm not saying he doesn't exist. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's supposed to feel like... You know, I mean, well, all of a I sudden think, he just shows up and then there's all these things they could eat and like, yeah. do. you know what I mean? Like, it feels very much like a like a Disney cartoon. Like, you know what I mean? It did feel like that a little bit. Yeah. When, right? like, like Jungle Book or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. And when, I think, but, like, but it's supposed to. I think like that's why yeah. there's those weird cuts and why there's like, you know what I, I mean? I think like, they're just like, they're just disillusioned because of the heat and they've been walking around without any food and barely any water. So they're disillusioned because of their lives, their pampered lives, Mondo. (laughs) Yes, that too. And the heat. (laughs) Yes, exactly. The heat. You know, like where it's just like, oh, like, you know, like when they do find that little uh, oasis, you know, or, uh, you know, in the, in the outback, it's kind of like, like he's like the kid sees something. I thought it was a person, but yeah, it is just that little oasis where yeah, you know, it's a tree. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the tree and like the water is right there, mm-hmm. and then and there's a bunch of just birds like you know around it flying. You know, like I thought that was gonna be like a mirage or something. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah, it does feel that. But also because like yeah, in the state they're in, so like the heat has just made them like so like disillusioned and kind of like. So I think that maybe. He's just trying to give off that vibe from, and from also, them wandering in the desert. Like Yes, and, and also like the idea that they are just so pampered that like, yeah, as soon as they're just like, they're like, as soon as they meet him, yeah, they're just like, ask him for water, ask him for water. And yeah. they figure out the way to like show him how they want to drink water. And he's like, and he laughs at them. He's like, ah, and he yeah. just sticks like this, like straw in the ground yeah. and just like, du- like sucks out water, like all easy. Yeah. And that's what I mean by it felt like. Very much like a Disney movie. Yeah. We're just like, oh, like I'm here. Like the like the magical person is here to save you. Like you little kids that are like lost. And you know, little yeah. white kids. No, that yeah. Are like I, lost. I, I got that feeling too, you know, and I, that's not like to discredit or anything. It no, just no. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that's yeah. bad. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, for I'm sure. Not, I'm not saying I, 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 I was saying yeah. like that's. I feel like that that was kind of like the vibe. Yeah. It was supposed to feel like, like you said, like because they're disillusioned from the heat. It's just this like other place, that, this yeah. other land that they they're don't star- know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even though it's their backyard pretty much, but yeah. they've never, you know, been right. Yeah, back they, there. yeah they, don't, they don't like know it like and that. It, yeah. yeah, and it shows that difference where like, you know, like they were thrown in there like without like even ever like being in the outback and the Aborigine is left alone even though he's but he knows how to live that because he's lived back in the outback like that his right. whole life, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. They're just showing like a different kind of like way it's like you know like how they're thrown into this like into this wilderness you know yeah and also like a you know just like a different idea of like growing up right like yeah. it's also like kind of like a coming of age movie sort of for the daughter right yeah like in her like you know taking care of her younger brother but also like having these weird feelings about the aborigine boy right i feel like they yeah. have like a lot of scenes like that where it feels like they're kind yeah. of gonna like maybe make out or something yeah but they like don't like, because obviously, you know, they don't understand what each other are saying. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, like, I, I feel like he's like uh, the, um, the damn, like, I keep calling him the Aborigine boy. And I feel that I feel, I feel bad, but they don't give him a name in the movie. Um, but black boy, and that's even worse oh, okay. to call him. Yikes. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, exactly. But you could call him the actor's name. But, I can. Yeah. You're right. No, no, you're absolutely right. And we're going yeah, to call him David. David. Yeah. Yeah. David, because I feel like David's character, he never, like, actually... He never, like, is trying to be um, aggressive towards them at all, 
right? Oh, and not so, at all, yeah. And so, like, her, like, yeah, I feel like she's, like, uh, yeah, there, there's, well, there's like, is, sexual tension, but not, like, in a, like, a, a really, like, grown-up, gross way. It's, it's very like, much it's, just, like, growing little, up. It's, like, yeah, yes. like, little kid way, sort of, like, yes. you know, like, you just don't know how to harbor these feelings yet. Right. And you're not really going to act on them. Because and he sort so of, crazy. like, saved them, so it's, like, yeah. this idea of her, like, looking up to him as, like, oh, like, he, like, came in and he looked, yeah. you know, I mean, come on, that's pretty attractive, right? Yeah. He's just running around, like, killing all these, like, things, like, feeding you and, like, taking the place. I mean, that's hot. Like, the, the homie's hot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, not, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that idea of like you know you're you're a lot you're a lost um you know teenage girl out there and this yeah. you know this other teenage boy comes and he you know he's able to like take care of you in like that way like just live off the land yeah, like that, that i mean that, yeah that's, that's where that's the great, stockholm you know? syndrome comes in that too yeah i mean that that <laughs> not that, really that also, because he didn't capture them and like they're but, like but it's also because he's the only yeah, person there yeah. right yeah. but anyway but yeah i mean that yeah that is great that he just like you know takes some in without like any questions or any kind of like he doesn't like ever like push him away or like oh yes. don't follow me or don't which, like you know which goes against his walkabout does it oh, yes I didn't because know that. so that's kind of a thing so you know we spoil movies here you got to watch this movie make yeah. sure you watch it it's available on cri- the criterion I mean, we channel. must be the last two people to see this fucking movie on earth <laughs> well i mean no, yeah, i'm joking that's about, probably true <laughs> i'm joking but, but yeah but like so yeah that i feel like that's kind of like he that's so why he's dead at the end is uh-huh. because he did not really complete his walkabout because he 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 he's supposed to survive by himself. Yeah, and he was with other people the whole uh-huh. time. You know what I mean? Not and the whole he, time, but I well, mean, but I'm saying like for the it, majority yeah. of it, and then like I the don't way. Know how long his walkabout was? But then when he ends it, it, it ended. It is like I feel like that's what that dance is that he does at yeah. the end is him ending that walkabout. Yeah, and so that's why it's just like the ancestors were just like no you don't you know or whatever no. his like you know whatever his thing is was like yeah, yeah you didn't do it right like yeah. you know so like but i mean he didn't rely on them like they were they was them relying on him so. oh yeah i know but yeah. still like he he but the whole point of like the walkabout is that that you know they're, they're supposed to do it by themselves there's supposed to be yeah. nobody around them ever. Yeah, yeah you know what i mean like there's supposed to be no help in any way even though they didn't help him in yeah, any that's way that's what i'm saying like yeah it's like they he didn't need them they yeah yeah him, you know but still like but, that's not yeah. the way of the walkabout you yeah. don't help little white kids you but know yeah i mean that's one of those things where like tradition like gets like in the way of like uh you know like of modern times and like well, and that's what the they kind of show yeah. about like uh, you know how like the how those two cultures are eventually really gonna clash you know in a bigger way you know like by see by seeing like the other hunters and stuff like that just killing for killing sake and like you know not just killing for what they need you know to survive and stuff right like that. yeah and then also the the guy who has like that farm with all the aborigines and he's yeah. making them like make stuff and for he has him. them in clothes and stuff and it just yeah. looks and they just look so doesn't it look don't they look odd in clothes like yes it, it looks, it, totally it looks like, absolutely more natural when you see that scene of all of them naked around yeah, the car it looks yeah it's completely normal yes yeah and then when you see them on that farm and they're all like with bleached hair and shit like that. Yeah. And the, yeah, the clothes are like all bright and just yeah, it's like, just like, it just, it's just like, so what? like, yeah. And, and you're just like still treating them like shit. Yeah. It's just, just, yeah, it's, it just it, feels yeah. so wrong. And like, yeah, it just it's like, like you disgust it. Like it's really bad. Like, yeah. Where you're just like, oh yeah. Where most people would be like, oh, they're naked. That's gross. Where it's just yeah. like, again, like that. I was just like, oh yeah, that's like the natural state of them. Like that's how they are. Yeah. So it's not like it didn't feel gross. But then, yeah, seeing them on that farm all clothed in the in the stupid, like, clothes that that farmer gives them, 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like they like had like most of them had like bleached like this like emo hair. Yeah. You know? Like and really it, bad, yeah. Yeah, and it was like gross because yeah, that's not like them, that's not their culture, that's not what they're supposed to look like, you know? Yeah. And that's uh yeah, that's really sad. Australians are they're fucking up out there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's still going on, you know what I mean? I don't really know too but much yeah, about that. Yeah, it just shows but... the juxtaposition juxtaposition between the modern mm-hmm. world and like you know, like, uh, you know, like the native land, like people like you know, that are living off the off the, off the land, like in a natural way. Like, right. Know, yeah. Yeah. And not I, like, you know, becoming capitalists and all this stuff. And like, you know. Yeah. And not worrying about, um, you know, blenders and microwaves and yeah. fucking shit like that. Like he literally can just throw a spear at a kangaroo's ass <laughs> and then drag it into a fire and have a whole meal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he knew what he was doing. And that's. Yeah, and how he used like what are, I don't know I don't know if it was like the intestine or something, and he cut it out to use it as string. Oh know? yeah, <laughs> and then crazy. even when he uses like boar fat to like do on the sunburn for the yeah, little yeah. boy, you know. And that okay, so let's talk about the performances, right? The homie David, we talked to in the last wave. He was in the last wave. We didn't really like the last wave, but we liked his performance here. Yeah, it wasn't the yeah, it wasn't the acting. That of, we did. Course, like, of course, of course, yeah. It was kind of the filmmaking, I guess. But here, I think... The storytelling. I think here, like, everything, like, comes together, right? The filmmaking is good, and also, like, the three leads, the three young leads are, like, fantastic. Like, the little kid, Nicholas Rogue's son, is, like, like, great. Like, he's, like, um, you know, just, like, his, like, you know, just how he's so, like, annoying and stuff. Yeah. And then, like, literally, he just knows how to speak to the, you know, to the Aborigine. And he never speaks English, and they never show any subtitles. You never know what he's saying. Yeah. And I think that's another great thing that a lot of people would probably complain about. But I think that, like, makes sense. Yeah. That you're never supposed to know what he's saying. Because literally, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, I sort of, so you start to kind of feel like, you can kind of feel like what he's saying. By just how he looks at them and stuff. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? As it goes on, you don't really need subtitles. You kind of feel like yeah, what his... Yeah, you kind you know of get I mean? a general understanding and stuff. Yeah. I never felt like I knew what he was saying. No, no, I, I, yeah. no, no not what he was saying, but like uh, what he was trying to like... Uh, Convey, you know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's what was great about the little kid. It just shows like, you know, like the daughter and the, the little kid, you know, like how she doesn't really learn like his language sort of like in the way that the little kid does. Where he's like more of like a sponge and not so like uh, stubborn to like you know learn uh, uh, David's ways and stuff of mm-hmm. like you know of the native like culture and stuff like that you know like and you know it it just shows up like as you get older you're just like more and more like uh, like dismayed by any like any kind of learning like you just kind yeah. of stop you know? or it also becomes like a thing about fear right yeah. like in a lot of ways she starts to like become fearful of him towards the end yeah even though she was so dependent on him yeah and like you know she like followed him wherever and did whatever he did yeah. but once they yeah, found totally that house trusted him yeah and once he started doing that dance yeah you know she was like frightened of him and she was like oh he's got to go like we got to leave yeah. and he's you know what i mean and it's just and he's like what what like why can he come with us like he likes being with us you know what yeah. i mean and just like yeah like like uh it is that idea of like yeah when you grow up you you do become so like disillusioned and so like fearful of things where it was yeah, when you were a kid you were, were more open to like to yeah things. and when you're taken out of like your old habits like once you got those things that you almost like you know just like a little taste of those things that you used to have like he became something else like he became like a stranger and like uh aggressive and stuff like this but you know he never was the whole time like you were saying like you know yeah it was just like that like you know like though they're in the modern world and so now like oh yeah leave now we're fine we can like you know almost like 
We just needed you for what we needed you for. You yeah, know? we just needed to find the road. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, I will say, you know, it's a, you know, sounds like a white girl. Sounds like a, you know, the white boy. They usually start off pretty nice. They like that because they like their nannies and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> and they get to a certain age and then they start shooting people up and it's all bad. Yeah. But white girls will usually find themselves a nice person of color, use them to find their way to the road, and then dump them to the side. Yeah. And that's the moral of this story. I think that's what Nicholas Rogue was trying to say. <laughs> I'm kidding. This was a this was a fantastic film in terms of. That again, I, I, you know, I, I wasn't sure what it was gonna be or how I was gonna like engage with it, right? And so, yeah, what, what did you think about before? What, what was your first thoughts before you saw the movie? Like, uh, well, what did you like kind of assume? Like, I, 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 like I, it, I for me, it was mostly like pairing it with Leave No Trace, right? That's why, like, I, I paired it with that because I was like, oh, it makes sense with that in yeah. my head. And then when I was like, when I threw it on, I was just like, oh, like you know, it's gonna be like one of like, like you said, I, I kind of thought. It was going to be like a, like a, we were just going to watch like these like kids just like mosey around the desert and nothing yeah. was going to like happen. I, mm-hmm. And I thought maybe, oh, it's probably on there because like the way that it's filmed or something like, yeah. you know, it just looked like boring. Yeah. But it was engaging because again, I, I feel like it really does like, uh, like hit on a lot of themes that aren't really like, like in the way that I, you know, we'll talk about and Leave No Trace, where it's not literally like some character like telling you this is what this is about right like the dad's not like saying like oh my god like i'm done with this job i'm done with my life suburban capitalism life is over Mm -hmm. like i need to shoot myself and my kids and you know what i mean like there's no this isn't the air up there with kevin bacon yeah (laughs) i mean i don't know i don't know how that compares but yeah but it's it's not it's not ever telling you like what its point is it's not ever trying to tell you like oh this is like the moral of the story this is what it is you literally have to like sit there and you have to watch it you have to follow it and it's you know it's about like a lot of things it's about like you know nature eating itself in a lot of ways right like how dangerous nature is but how beautiful it is at the same time right like it's like yeah the westernization of like you know cultures and stuff like that like just like in the last wave where they're at the I I don't know if they're aborigines or whatever, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, they had to adapt to go into the city, you know, like and it it was like things they couldn't do, like you know. Yes, like, they had to learn to speak English, yeah. like whereas it's like we're on like Australians on like. But they their weren't land. even supposed to be in the city, right? That was like right. the whole thing yeah, yeah. too. Like you know, mm-hmm. they had to stay in yeah like, their own in, areas, yeah. yeah, where they were. But yeah, their they own went into the city to like you know do whatever. Like I forget what, but yeah. But yeah, this is like, you know, like eventually like these people, like, you know, the Aborigines are going to have to adapt to the modern world. You know, it's not going to be the other way around, like where we're going to have to go back or like, you know. Well, yeah. And also because our, like everyone's killing their, their and resources build, and building yeah, yeah. like hotels or whatever, like, you know, just like, you know, like uh, what is it called? Uh, gentrification, everything, you know, like. Right. Yeah. Gentrifying everything, you know, gentrification. But yeah, you know, you know what I mean? No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I know what these people are doing out there in Australia. <laughs> and I'm sick of it. You yeah. understand? Look, I don't know if that's still going on. Who knows if that's still going on? But it probably is. It probably is. I mean, yeah. that that's like a crazy thing to like look at. Like the, the fact that, you know, it, it's like that idea of like, uh, you know, what we're talking about Leave No Trace. Like, how do you, like, what is the way, What so what is the right way to raise somebody, right? Yeah. Is it the way that the, the white kids were raised, or should we send a 16-year-old sixteen year old kid out into the wilderness and have yeah, him fend for himself? Yeah, is that even the right is way? Is that the right way, you know? right? You know what I mean? And then, even though he's capable and he learns, but is that, you know what I mean? But yeah, like, 
how you brought up the ending where like he failed his walkabout, you know, like mm-hmm. his like, you know, like his walk into manhood, you know, like it's like one of those things where like some cultural things are just like, uh, you know, they're just still savage. And like those like those things are like kind of savage and like should be done away with parts of it, you know, like like how we were talking about, like he didn't like he didn't he didn't rely on the two kids like the kids relied on him. And that I feel shows more like becoming a a man or like you know like a real like human being like or like growing up that he oh, yeah, like absolutely. you know like he yeah, took yeah. them in without any kind of like you know of who they were or like you know the color of their skin or like mm-hmm. that they were part of like you know the modern world you know and stuff like that yeah like he he finished their walkabout yeah he didn't finish his yeah he helped them yeah, yeah. Know, like and yeah it feels like that shows more and that's like you know like just you know, that Shirley Jackson uh uh, short story the lot the lottery you know where it's like these old ways that people just keep on doing like blindly you know like it's like the thing in the lottery is like oh why do you do that oh because tradition and stuff like that you know there's really no asking these questions or trying to change or adapt to new things you know like so i, I feel that that's like a big part too like you know like i mean you know the aborigines aren't uh, like you know, totally right. Where it might you might feel that way. You oh, know, of course, of course. Yeah, there's yeah. still some I mean, things. Yeah, that, like is. I mean, no. not any society is not totally right. Obviously, you know, like there's always things we need to change and adapt to, and like you know, as the years go on, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that's what we're gonna talk about. And leave no trace as well. Yeah. That's one of the themes. But should we wrap it up? On, yeah, we uh, can wrap it up. Ye old uh, walkabout. Walk, walkabout. We're done, talk, we're done talking about the walkabout. Yeah. I was going to do an Australian accent, but I shouldn't. I absolutely yeah. shouldn't. Yeah. And so, look, uh, Nicholas Rogue, this is, our, this is our third outing with you, baby. And uh, let me tell you, this is the first time you've ever got the old ding, ding, ding. This is a good one. You know what I mean? I, and again, I mean, I, I didn't mind in, insignificance. I don't think I like said anything bad about it. Um, and I and I yeah, actually, I think I think I like don't look, uh, don't look now, yeah, yeah. don't look now a lot actually. Uh, than when we, when we talked about yeah. it, because those were all first viewings. I, but this one, I think, is really his. Uh, I would say, like his, um, you know, what was his crown jewel, his staple. Like, because this really, uh, you know, when you look at both of those films, this really has all the all the best of that, right? The the editing. Yeah, it's the still really like yeah. Even like, though like you know it's his first film, it still feels really second. like solid. Oh, second, sorry. Second, technically, second, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it still feels really solid, and like you know, like you like those kind of like uh, ridges around the edge, still, you know, like oh yeah, sure, yeah, like, yeah. That he hasn't flattened those out, you know, like yeah, and, and also it's like uh, you know, it's like um, <clears throat> I would say one of the best looking nature documentaries that i've seen in a long time that's also why it feels like disney-ish because like if this came out in the 90s disney would have been like releasing this you know because no you're right of all the nature stuff and like you know naked kids yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) not because of that but you know no no because of disney yes no no but no no you're right because like literally like i did i remember like it that's why i said it feels it felt very much like a disney movie but instead they released the air up there because (laughs) or or it would be like like yeah escape uh escape australian mountain escape to australian mountain and then they would just be like yeah like you know there's like a dead cow with a bunch of maggots in his its mouth 
that he does like a really good shot on. That was insane. Like, there's a yeah. bunch of great shots of like dead things. Yeah, there's a lot of great nature shots. Yes, yeah, like, we didn't really but mention, like, but they, they feel very natural. Yeah. And okay, so I'll do my last thoughts oh, yeah, real yeah. quick. And so like I will say that that's, you know, since we didn't talk about it real quick, I'll just say that, that that was one of my favorite things as well is like the nature shots of it that it felt very real. Anytime uh, David's character killed an animal, I thought I was watching him really kill an animal. I don't know. He might have been. I'm not sure. Yeah, that looked really I don't know. Crazy. But it felt I had a real. Question that. Yeah. And it sort of felt, it made me uncomfortable in, in a good way, in a way that I was just like, damn, like. But then at the same time, I was like, well, you know what? That's how they get down. That's how Aborigines survive. And huh. he's a real Aborigine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he didn't speak English at the time that this was filmed. You know what I mean? He didn't learn till later. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. And maybe there's, you know, I don't know. But that was really great because of the way it was filmed, the way it was edited. And um, this is a film that I would recommend to everyone. I know you're listening and you're like, what? Walk by? I just heard what you guys were saying about it. I'm going to watch this movie? Yes, you should. Because I really do feel like it, it's one of those films that, if you haven't seen it already, obviously, um, that it's like one of those, because it's, it's in like Roger Ebert's like films you should see before you die. All those, you know, all those. Yeah, lists. it is. Yeah. And it does feel like it is up there for a reason. Because it is like a film that, like you know, not a lot of people will watch stuff they can say that they watch stuff from Australia, unless it's Crocodile Dundee. Or Mad Max. Or Mad Max. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And this really does feel like an authentic, because it's part of the Australian New Wave, and it feels very authentic to that, right? It yeah. feels like very like, even though Nicholas Rogue is British, right? Isn't he British? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought so, but yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, anyway, anyway. <laughs> it still feels very Australian yeah. in that like way. And, and I would say it everyone feels should, authentic too. Yes. But, you know, like, yeah. And so I would say everyone should watch it because again, we got to give our homie, uh, uh, David, uh, you know, a shout out all yeah. the time. He's really good in this and we need to see more kind of like stuff like that, right? Like actors who are like of these kind of like different kind of like really not just, you know, people of color that we know, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, Aborigines and like all these tribes, yeah, people yeah. who would like, who can be actors and do things. Yeah. Like, and I think that's like pretty crazy that they did that back in the seventies, you know? Yeah. And it, yeah, it feels like crazier if they did it today. Yes. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, and even back in the seventies, they weren't doing anything yeah. like that. So check it out because I think it is good to me. I would give it like a, so I'm going to give this a, uh, um, I'm probably going to give it four uh yeah i guess i'll I'll give it four stars so we do zero to five stars um doesn't really mean anything but it really does matter in terms of like you know recommending it so it's a four-star film for me um my my favorite nicholas rogue so far even though don't look now is pretty good so i would recommend all of them but this is the one (laughs) mondo what do you say what do you what do you think yeah i mean this this just is just i mean it's the reason why this if there's a reason why this movie is like sticking around, you know, and why Criterion Collection released it, you know, and has it like in the zeitgeist of films and like why it's people... It's my number 10, baby. You know, and One why, of the earliest ones they decided to do, you yeah, know. Yeah, and why like Roger Ebert or other people would say this is like, you know, one of the films you need to see before you die, you know. Yeah. It's just one of those early movies that like, you know, like especially then in the 70s, I can't even imagine like how being how much uncultured swine I would have been, you know, and this would have been like opening up my eyes, you know, and I think that does that. And even still today, like seeing it in fucking 2022, like it's still like an eye opening film, like, you know, like it's not like it doesn't feel dated or anything like that. It doesn't feel like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. like, you know, like it almost felt like a chore. Like, I mean, 
beginning like it almost felt like it was going to be a chore to watch like that's what I like my pre preconceived notions of it would have been like you know like this is just always going to go but like which is which is which is great that's why we have a podcast about watching movies because we're just like oh this is going to be a chore but i mean you know you know what i'm saying i'm not talking shit like that's just no, there's I just know. movies that like yeah i don't i'll watch this before that you know like sure sure it's yeah, just yeah. one of those ones that gets down like like put down on the list you know uh-huh. if it ever was on, on my list you know yeah yeah i'm not no, saying no. that like you know like stop talking you know what i mean uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop no, no. What, what, what's your uh, what's your rating on it? Uh, yeah, I give it a, a four stars too. A four, uh, you know, four gunshots. <laughs> oh yeah, because he because the dad shoots himself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that that's yeah. a good rating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's four to go. That is uh, walkabout. Yeah. So we've been talking about walkabout, but now we're gonna leave no trace. Leave no trace is gonna be my pick. 2018 directed by deborah granick uh but before we get into that let me just say that if uh if if walkabout was uh a movie that came out now uh the aborigine would be played by johnny depp or it would be and the white girl would have been played by amber heard right yes (laughs) (laughs) and army hammer would have been the little boy (laughs) eating eating everything in sight (laughs) but (laughs) That's why, uh, that's and that's why Walkabout's so like surprising, you know. Yeah. That's why it's like so crazy that in the seventies they let an Aborigine play an Aborigine, because it would have been like somebody else. Yeah. And so yeah, that's why it should be anyway. But like you said, the, that was independent film back in. Independent yeah, film. that was independent film. They were trying to run and gun it. Yeah. They didn't want to pay him anything. They just paid him in kangaroo meat. Uh, what movie are we talking about <laughs> next, Jordan? <laughs> We're talking about Leave No Trace, 2018, directed by the great but underlooked Deborah Granick. Let me tell you a little about this film. A father and daughter live a perfect but mysterious existence in Forest Park, a beautiful nature reserve near Portland, Oregon, rarely making contact with the world, but when a small mistake tips them off to the authorities... They are sent on an increasingly erratic journey in search of a place to call their own. Now, who are these people who need to call the place their own? I'll tell you. Thomas McKenzie, who plays Tom. Uh, ben Foster, who plays Will. He's the dad. And then you have uh, Jeff Cooper, who plays Mr. Walters. Dale Dickey plays Dale. Dana Milliken plays Gene. You don't need to know who any of those people are. They're just all random people. Yeah, just Ben Foster. We just need to know Ben Foster and Thomas McKenzie. Yes. That's it. And so, if you don't know who Deborah Granick is, she directed Winner's Bone, which is the reason why we all know who Jennifer Lawrence is. That was her first uh, major big... Jennifer who? (laughs) J-Law, baby. Oh. That's the first time we've ever really seen her. That's the first time she was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, she had been in movies before. I'm not saying that's the first movie. Yeah, that movie definitely catapulted her into stardom. That made her be the person. But... A lot of people don't realize that, you know, it should have made Deborah Granick a star. Oh. Because uh, let's talk about Leave No Trace, right? So, Mondo, we've seen this before. This is a movie that we, we used to have a YouTube channel called Room 666. Oh, yeah. I remember those days. Yeah. We used to be a certified certified critics. Yeah. And for those, for those of you who don't know, Room 666, it's not, it's not anything about the devil. It has something to do 
with uh, a Cannes uh, film festival thing. It's a whole story, but it has to do with a hotel uh, room called 666. All you real cinephiles will know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's where they interviewed Herzog, Spielberg, a whole thing. Anyway, yeah. you know, if From you Hel- don't know... Herzog to Spielberg. If you don't know, why'd you ask? You yeah. know what I mean? If you don't know, don't ask. But anyway, so we had the YouTube channel, and we actually reviewed this film. Uh, we, we got an early screen of it. And we so did? We did. did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. So, Mondo, but, I don't but, those but the review, <laughs> but, but I was the one who was in front of the camera doing the review, even though we both kind of like talked about it and stuff like that. That's why I kind of wanted to hear your take on Leaving uh, Matrix yeah, right I mean, off the bat. Because we, you know what I mean? Like, my, the, if you look up the YouTube channel, Room 66, you're going to see me blabber on about it. Yeah, I'm behind the camera. Yes. Just like I'm behind the microphone. <laughs> so, I'd like to hear your thoughts in the second round. Of seeing Leave No Trace. Uh, I noticed a little more things about the traumatic uh, uh, veteran past. like, uh, Or maybe it's just been... I mean, I, the last time I saw it was when we saw it in the theater or whatever. Right. So that too. like, So I wasn't like expecting that about about uh, Ben Foster's character. But I mean, uh, the first time I, I really enjoyed it, I mean, it just... It just shows like what... it Like, you know, like how much like... How to little or to no story you really need sometimes, and that it's uh, also too just how much an actor can bring to a film and to the screen, you know, like because Ben Foster and Thomas McKenzie, I mean, they're it's them the whole time, you know, like either like uh, together or, or sometimes they're by themselves or something, like you know, they experience something else yeah. without the other, but it's mostly them two and just. I mean, for her to, like, especially Thomas McKenzie, too, like, just her being, like, this, uh, like, a young girl and kind of, like, I mean, she didn't grow up this way as, like, you know, as she did the character, this character, like, where she's just, like, living off the grid and all this stuff and, like, you know. Yeah, she's, like, a rich Irish girl. Yeah, exactly, right? She's (laughs) from Brooklyn. (laughs) No, 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 she's, like, she's, like, Irish I'm joking, like. Because of that movie, Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, the Irish one. Yeah. Yeah, that's Cerise Ronan. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> she probably could have been in that movie if Cerise Ronan was uh, too old at that time. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah. Well, she's kind of becoming the new Cerise Ronan. Anyway, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, what, what, oh, yeah, she was in uh, The Power of the Dog, right? That we just saw her. She was. She was she also was in uh, Jojo Rabbit, which he's really yes, good in. Yes, and yeah, that yeah. was really great, too. Mm-hmm. Which but, would yeah. have been Cerise Ronan if... <laughs> Yeah, if she had aged out of it, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, this is it's just one of those films where, like, uh, even like Nomadland too. Like, it's just one of those movies where, like, I don't know, you just like experience these things that are going on in the, in the United, in, like the United States, like, I was just gonna or say all that, over the world, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, that's like a good comparison because it does feel like Nomadland. You know, you yeah. know, like where these people are trying to make their own, like, you know, like, yeah, we live in America, we have a lot of freedoms compared to other countries and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, like, to them, some maybe we don't have all the freedoms we really do think we have. Well, that, that's you know, one of... Yes. Like, yeah, like yeah. in this confined space that America feels like we... That we do have freedom, but we probably necessarily... We have less a lot less freedom than we necessarily think. Yeah, know? and that was one of the... Like, yeah, that was one of the reasons why, like, I brought the film, too, is because it does have a very, like, subtle, not, like... not. It's not, like, born on the 4th of July. It's not like this, like veteran movie Ooh. you wouldn't think of it as that right yeah you wouldn't think of it as like uh like a movie about veterans and what we need to do to like help them because yeah. it doesn't have that tag on it right yeah but it is that it really is that it's like it's something that's there without like trying to preach it without trying to like it's literally just like you said it's like showing you like 
just how it is. Yeah. That's just like daily life. That's just, yeah. it's not trying to yeah, make you like, like cry or trying to make you like yeah, donate you, or something. It's yeah. just trying to show you this is what it is. And it really is that. Like we're literally like we have people who are like, you know, they went to war for us and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They did all this stuff and they come back to, you know, they come back to the United States and the United States is like, hey, you got to pay to live on this land. And it's like, yeah. well, wait, what? Like yeah. I left and I came back and there's nothing here for me. So yeah, what and they're I just do? like, well, like, sorry, like. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need to pay rent. Yeah. Or you need to follow these rules. Like like we talked about, like that scene where she's just like, hey, if you just follow these rules, then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can have your freedoms back. Yes, you know, where like, it's just like, what? Like, that's yeah. crazy. Like, you know what I mean? And like for Ben Foster, like, you know what I mean? Like he, like one of the things that I think, and again, like I don't think it's like anti, uh, you know, military or anti anything like that. But I think one of the things that you can kind of like tell about his character right off the bat is he wears... You know he wears his army hat still, but he has the American patch not on it. On the, oh, on okay. it. you know what yeah. I mean? Like you just see the Velcro uh-huh. where he can put the patch there, where yeah. you know veterans would put the patch, and he doesn't have it there. Mm. So I, you know, it's like this disillusion of like, yeah, like I, you know what I mean? Like I, I did this stuff for you, and I come back, and you guys just have nothing for me. You know what I mean? You have yeah. a VFW hall where I can go get drunk. But, you know, and, and Ben Foster is not a drug addict. He's not a drunk. You know what I mean? Like, he's sober. He's like, you know what I mean? He doesn't even use his pills that they try to give him. You know what I mean? Well, and yeah, he just uses them to get money for them. You know? Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. Which and, is fine, you know, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just making his own way and the way he feels comfortable. And it's, and it's, the crazy thing is it's not really hurting. Oh, the only person it's really hurting is himself, kind of, you know? Yes, yeah. That he's not getting the help he's, he well, needs. And, and, I mean, and, and, and in and, some and ways it's, it's his daughter. Ways, but not ways. in the way that, like, you that usually think. think yeah. Yes, or, or that, like, the, the government thinks. Or, yeah. or the, the people. So, you know, once they get found, you know, they're living in Portland. And once they get found out, yeah. they, they have to go, to, like, to this, you know, it's kind of like a social service thing. And they've got to, like, take these tests. And that's a really great scene, right? And she's, like, showing Thomas McKenzie, the young girl, all these, like, pictures. And being like, pick one. Yeah. Like, of how you feel. And she's just like, what do you think this is going to do? And she's like, well, it's going to let me know how you feel. And he's, she's just like, why don't you just ask me? Yeah. And she's like, because you might not know what to say. Because they think, oh, you've been living out in the woods yeah, all the time. Yeah, you'd be afraid to say. Yeah, or, just yeah, like, or, yeah. or that you're, too not, you're not smart enough yeah. to, like, express yourself. All you would know is these, like, pictures, yeah. you know? And and that's like um, I don't know if you ever seen like Mister Fantastic or Captain Fantastic with Viggo Mortensen, where it's like kind of the same oh, yeah, concept, no, but it's one. like it's a little more whimsical. Yeah, like he lives out in the woods with his kids, mm. and it's the same thing, right? He teaches them, he like teaches them how to like live, and everyone's like, oh, you gotta like take them out of there. Like, what's wrong? Like they've never gone been to school. Like they're probably stupid. Yeah. And he like goes around. He like tells them like, Oh, like tell me who was the first president blah, blah, blah. And they're all able to do it, you know? Yeah. And they've been living out in the woods and they're just it's like, like oh. the wolf pack. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, yeah. but it's also that idea of like, so, but okay. So yeah. So she knows all that stuff, right? Thomas McKenzie, she, she's able to learn all that stuff from her dad. She knows how to live out in the woods, but I mean, I don't know, can, but th- does that, is that good for her? Right. It's probably good for him. But is it good for her? You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, she does should, need to socialize and yes. be out in the world and, and make she also her own choices. Wants to. And yeah. she also wants to. She doesn't like like there's like a great scene where she sort of says, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think it's like something like along the lines of like, you know, like I know, like, you know, I'm not like uh, I'm not you or something yeah. like that. Right. Like, I don't like I, I'm not I, you and I'm, I don't have your problems. Right? Yes. Yeah, so I don't like have that. the same problems that you do. Yeah. 
and like and he understood that where he was yeah. just like yeah like you i needed to be out in the woods i yeah. can't be around people and like you probably should be yeah. you know what i mean which i think is also another reason because like it there's never like any really like where like indie films like this where it's just like you're gonna have a scene where like he's gonna be like waking up like on drugs and like screaming or something she's got to like hug him and or like, just like, like a way too yeah exactly yes. a way too overly emo- yes. emotional scene yeah. not even if he's on drugs but he's just like crying and spouting out or like something. stuff or, yeah, yeah. or her or they're both back and forth you know right and that there's, never happened there's not there's not that huge oscar scene you yes know? and everything's very subtle and that's why i think people overlook it right yeah. like the performances because ben foster is fucking fantastic in this and in terms of like because he never needs to like do like big like ah like you can just see it in his face most of the time, yeah, and like and the things that he does, and like him holding that in, right? Like yeah. most of the time, you look at him, he's like holding in like a scream. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, I'm trying not to like, yeah. like, like hear a helicopter and like go into like, you know what I mean? Like go crazy. Yeah, I mean, now that you're saying that, that's a little Norman Batesy to me. You know, he's like, oh, sure, he's not gonna touch that fly. He's not even gonna bat an eye about it. And that's know? what like, I mean. Like it's not, it's not really safe. It's yeah. not really, you know what I mean? Like it's not good. But at the same time, it, it might be maybe what's best for him. You know, who knows? I mean, it's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But at the same time, he needs more help than just, hey, um, you know, we have a VFW hall where we can go get some beers. Yeah. And we also have, like, this place where you need to go. But we need you to wake but, up when we tell you and do these things where it's just like, oh, man. Like, I mean, I'm, you know. Also, like, you know, like, I mean, he, he does kind of, like, you know, after they get, like, you know, housed, after they find them, you know. He kind of has that opportunity to get like help, but I guess they don't really necessarily give him like, I mean, even even if they were gonna give him like a a, a, a psychologist or something like that, no, no, I, he wouldn't yeah. have taken it. You know, he wouldn't he's have. Just, yeah, yeah, like, that's a thing. He's kind that, of yeah, stubborn yeah. about all that stuff because he's already stuck. And in, you in his see ways. that, you know, like and you know, like, but that's uh, the, Thomas McKenzie's character is ready to like, you know, kind of like just settled down sort of like you know yeah yeah and and i guess that's like my point right is that we we shouldn't wait till we find veterans out sleeping in the woods and on the streets to give them help yeah. it's like we should know we should all know by now the yeah. process of veterans coming back from war is probably not an easy one for them just to come home yeah just, and that yeah. we should have something in place for them you know what i'm saying yeah like with whether it's like family or whether it's like this like uh, you know rehab or something yeah there yeah, should be definitely. something in place to like let them like be able to do that because we just like throw them back into society it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah i mean to- they should be helped and monitored yes, and of like course. you know yeah, yeah. given all the or just, opportunities or just eased into yeah. you know eased in back in society and not expected to just be like hey you're back i know you just went to war and killed people or just experienced crazy stuff here just go back to your family and do whatever you it's like I mean? uh, you know it's like the umbrella academy right <laughs> We just saved them. Well, we got to go back in time. I just mean, give me five minutes. I don't know if a lot of just veterans are going to agree with that. give me five minutes. <laughs> I don't know if a lot of veterans are going to agree with but, that. But, I mean, it kinda is. it kind of is. It kind of is. You know, it's its, so. own, it's its own war. But, but it's... it's <laughs> well, the Umbrella Academy is a fake thing. I know. But sure. But no, no, I know what you're saying. So it's leave no trace, but, you know. Well, no, no, but, find, but I mean, uh, but the struggles of you could the find character those, is exactly. very real. Exactly. I mean, because he was, a, you know, he's, he's playing a veteran and that's yeah. like a real thing that yeah. people deal with. People literally have to come home to this shit. And that, and I think that's why, like, you know, because you have movies that are like about that. Right. Like, again, like. Yeah, that was a good comparison. What she said was um, uh, born on the 4th of July. Yeah. Where you it's know? like it's like these big speeches. Yeah. It's like fucking it's Tom Cruise like in a, in a wheelchair, like falling yeah. all over the place. I'm like, ah, like, you know, like. Or Lieutenant Dan falling <laughs> in a wheelchair, you know, like. Yes. Yeah. 
yeah it's like it's very much like it's like hitting you over the head whereas like leave no trace is like uh you know it's trying it's, to leave no trace exactly and <laughs> it's know? also doing it in both ways right it's yeah. talking about like that idea of like you know how you raise you know how you raise someone yeah whether it's okay to like kind of take them away from that kind of capitalist stuff or you know yeah. and, and walk about where that's where the kids grew up right yeah. and all that shit <laughs> and should they and, and again like we said should they have to like go at 16 and be half naked and kill things in the is that better than them growing up and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's I mean, like that is, weird, it, I, is, I mean, is her like living in the woods in Portland better than her going? You know what I mean? Like there's, really, I know, it almost felt like it. It, was, it, it does. Know? But, who, but you know what I mean? Like, but, but it yeah, seems like she of, becomes happier when she like leaves yeah, that. She, but right? she's around more like-minded people. She's not just around like, oh, sure. you know, a bunch yeah, of yeah. like, you know, like a bunch yeah, of like people that true. are just like on their yeah. phones and she's like, in stuff Portland, like that. And Portland's you know? got a lot of chill people. Yeah. Like the kid that was farming and stuff and like, you know with the bunny rabbit and like you know like uh-huh. it was like something like more like-minded it wasn't just like this totally like yeah you know she, like which which black. i think it wasn't is, really a black and white situation like she never of. got jumped into like someone just like handed her like a fucking like uh, a playstation or yeah. something it was like do this yeah. like yeah it was very much like stuff that she kind of like what? knew like it was just like animals and stuff like yeah. she just like yeah she knew yeah that's yeah. true it was like night moves you know she was living with the commune kind which, of which which i will like say that. one of yeah. the reasons why Deb- deborah granick belongs in the collection as well is because you know she does she's very similar to kelly reichardt who we've talked about before with night moves yeah. which i brought she's also in the collection with old joy and certain women mm-hmm. uh, but she very much has this kind of style too which is very much like cinema verite like documentary style right mm-hmm. it's all very natural light like literally like everything in leave no trace you can tell it's just like light coming through like the trees like, yeah, like i don't know i couldn't i couldn't tell that that much that it was like uh i guess it wasn't like yeah huge it didn't feel like natural light sort of but really what do you mean like there's like a bunch of scenes like especially like that the the scene like towards the like towards the end when they like find them again when she like finds uh her dad like knocked out mm. and she's like going down through those hills like it just like you literally can just see the light coming through like you know what i mean there's only light the only light that like lights her up is light that's like coming through like the cracks of the trees really? it's like yeah, very natural yeah. like a lot of that stuff is like very much like that because yeah, because i mean everything is like very much done like in a documentary kind of like style yeah. it's like very like handheld it's not really you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. it's all very and yeah it's like uh that's the way winter's bone is as as well it's like very like handheld everything is just like natural light there's Mm. no you know you you could just sort of tell there's no uh nothing was really set up right it's just sort of like she was able to get the actors to kind of like i think the the script was like 15 pages long for this or something so yeah (laughs) it was just like pretty much like an outline of what the story goes through like the beats and so it's just a matter of like you know putting these actors in that natural setting and kind of like making them live with each other, and then like what 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 lines would come naturally naturally from them doing yeah, who that, does right? She, who does she think she is, Sofia Coppola? I mean, <laughs> Sofia Coppola doesn't. <laughs> what do you mean? They, Sofia Coppola has lines in her movie. <laughs> that she, I'm just saying she has very short scripts, you know. Oh, oh, but, got you, you know. got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I think this is just more like yeah, it's, it's just more like an outline of what it should be. Yeah, and she trusts her actors to kind of like. You know, so, you know, I mean, you can sit down, you can write like a a scene, right? It's just like, oh, uh, uh, father and daughter wake up in a tent and then they make breakfast. But what good is that, right? 
what 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 better way to do that and just be like well we have this setup let's just kind of like you know let's just play that out right let's film you playing it out you wake up you make breakfast yeah, like, what would yeah, you talk about yeah right? i mean like, that's nothing new okay yeah no no but i'm saying yeah. like in terms of like this story right like we don't see like there, this story is like obviously it's not anything new what she's doing but her style of directing is not like something that you see a lot though in terms of like okay. so in this kind of storytelling right yeah. like in just certain things i don't know no i get i, I get mean there, obviously there's like nomad land there's like a bunch of people who do, do this it's career enthusiasm oh, jesus <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking but yeah i no, i get it like i mean this movie it just it does speak for itself and it was kind of like slept on you know like it came out and people it absolutely just was slept and, on. and people i don't know i also too like on letterboxd uh people were I not giving Ben Foster his due, kind of, you know. Well, the Academy They're hasn't just, given Ben Foster his yeah, due. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you see, like Hell or High Water, you know, like all the shit he's been in, you know, like it's just he, like, yeah, he's giving a real strong performance, but yeah, it's not the it's not the one where uh, you know, like it's a you complete me or something like that, you know, it's very like subdued and like. It's all well, in the mannerisms and I stuff mean, like that. And it's like, you it's know. not obviously like Al Pacino in The Godfather, but it yeah. is Al Pacino in The Godfather. Yeah. Whereas yeah, like yeah. that's why he didn't get it the first time. Because uh-huh. everyone just wanted the big, yeah. like, you know what I mean? That's why they give him the hoo-ha. That's why they give it to him for Scent of a Woman. Yes, exactly. Because hoo-ha. Like, you know? Whereas, it's something like, they can chew on. You and, know? and a lot of people don't really see small performances, like yeah. subtle performances like yeah. this, as something worth giving worthwhile yeah. yeah or like award worthy for yes. some reason yeah, yeah you know like and yeah people just like i think that's i think that's uh like a thing that people miss you know if they did see that they saw that oh yeah they're just they're they're just okay they're just thinking about this you know or yeah, they're but just they were like quiet but they yeah but they it were was just too quiet. quiet like it, they were just but he never said anything yeah. it felt a lot more real and more impactful because yeah. it was so like yeah you just feel those like you you know this the emotion they're giving off their bodies like you know yeah. it's a total like you know like a total like you know body like their body language you know like it was just like it was all that and and even in the tone of their voices or like you know when they talked you know or like when thomas mckenzie she goes and you know like is off like in the kind of like little area that they're living in and like she's talking to the boy with the rabbit you know like and she's like and she can't call but i mean like you know and then you see kind of like uh, ben Foster. It cuts to Ben Foster realizing, like you know, like oh, it's like hard for him to be without his daughter right, right there, you know. And which is scary. It is scary, you know, because she doesn't. You don't know what she's doing, and you've seen her do every kind of move. Like you know, you you've had your eye on her this whole time. Like you know, yeah, like he's lived and, with her. Like, yeah, yeah. And then like, then you see him on the couch, and she comes in, and you just know, like you could just feel the tension, and like, you know, he's kind of like he's probably done. He, he might have done something crazy like between that time you know but when he's sitting there you kind of know that like he had to calm himself down you know like like you know like you were a young boy or a kid too like and you didn't call your mom like when you were just out and about kind of you know and like right away she knows that she has to like kind of explain herself like where she was and what she was doing you know but and like he can't like you know like he can't be like necessarily a dad about it but he can also like tell her how he feels too about you know yes yeah which is is a more adult conversation than anything else which which is also i feel like a a bigger moment 
than a lot of people would take that for, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. Like, Which I think yeah. what, what, why Deborah Granick is so great because in Winner's Bone, there's a lot of moments that are like that as well, where it's like people think Winner's Bone is supposed to be like this thing, mm-hmm. right? Like she's like, you know, it's it's like I, I'm not gonna give the whole story, but there's supposed. It seems like there should be like a bunch of big moments in that movie. Yeah. And every moment that happens is a big moment, but it's not the big like movie moment that you think. Whereas like yeah. like you said, like in that scene. When she comes home, he should have been like breaking stuff, like in a regular or just, movie. Like, or asked her, like, "Where the hell have you? Yeah, like, like, you know, where the fuck have you like, been? Like, you know, that would have been yeah. a lesser film, kind yes. of. You know, and it like, would have been Johnny Depp, and he would have been hitting her, <laughs> yelling at Amber Heard. <laughs> and she would have shit this Where have you been? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, no, but you're right. Like, that's what yeah. it would have been. It would have been like, and th- and that's I think another thing that what's great about this film as well is that like it shows that idea of like PTSD that you know it's not always like you know this hollywood like yeah, this, dad's like yeah. fl- punching windows and shit you know sometimes yeah they, yeah it's they, not, not this psa that they're trying to yes like, you know, yeah yeah like, they, okay. yeah they might be like you know they're dealing with stuff but they're yeah. not like dangerous you know yeah which i think was like a great thing to show you know what i mean like, yeah that 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 yeah exactly how i brought up like you know like he wasn't nec- they weren't necessarily he wasn't necessarily dangerous but yeah uh-huh. he also needed help he just needed help like you just of course you know like and to keep his daughter like that is also like it's it was kind of good but also like you know like she she had just too much of one thing you know like you know you need a contact with the outside world you need to be a human like you know like like communicating with other people yes it's also like it's kind of like irresponsible to expect your child to be hiding out in the woods you yeah. know what I mean? Like, to be like, hey, anytime but, you see somebody, you got to be able to, like, I hide mean, yourself. That's also, you know? that's kind of also what's great about the ending of this film is that, you know, he, they go their separate ways. And the dad, you know, he could be a dad and be the loud fucking, like, you're going with me, blah, 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 like all this shit, you know? But he realizes she needs this, you know? And I need this, you know? And and that's, that's you know that's you're a, right. That's a beautiful. That's it, it, that's kind of a, a beautiful thing. scene. And you know? and I feel like I think like that's why this film was kind of like slept yeah, on because it was. there really, it really was. Is, yeah, there really is no big conflict besides yeah. kind of her little struggle. Yeah. Between, you know, staying with her dad and kind of going into what she wants to do. There really is never this scene where it's just like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you sort of kind of, you know, you're following these people and, you, and you're seeing it scene by scene, but there's never this scene where she's just like, I'm out of here, Dad. Yeah. I'm done with you. Or he's just yeah. like, no. like And he's just like punching walls or some shit. Or like, there was never like some crazy like scene where it's just like, like oh, like, where's your dad? And the cops are like looking for him and they chase him down and yeah. he's in jail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was all very like uh procedural and then that it was real it was it felt like that's what would happen yeah that you, those things, exactly you, know what I mean? you knew not to like go yeah oh why like you know like when you're yelling at the screen it's like oh why are they doing that when the cops are with them you know like yeah. he's totally calm and like you yeah, know yeah. doing his thing and when he says for his daughter to come out you know like it's completely like you know just yeah come out tom like all this stuff like you know yeah like, he's just like, like yeah just, we haven't done anything yeah, wrong like there's you know, nothing don't yeah yeah, yeah it's okay don't like, fight like yeah, yeah let's go and then even like yeah when they when you know the way that that she like shows the that that woman that they that the rangers bring like to talk to her yeah, yeah. and she's just like oh yeah this is where we keep our tools this like she's just yeah. being like normal mm-hmm. she's not like trying to hide anything she's mm-hmm. not like you know like she's like oh did your dad keep any weapons anywhere and she's like well no this is like our tools though like you know what i mean yeah. like this is like our axe and stuff and she's like taking pictures like oh 
Like, and I, and I was saying, yeah, like, things you need to survive. Yes, because yeah. it should, but, but, and I was saying, remember when we were watching where she, I was just like, oh, yeah, like, that's what they would do to be like, the dad's dangerous. Look, yeah. he's got this bucket, underground bucket full of, like, they axes. in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, and, and, you know, and the dog's just like, what? You know, yeah. Tom, Tom's just like, what? Like, why are you taking a picture of that? Like, this is just how we live. Like, yeah. is this, you know what I mean? Like, and that's why we're just like, oh, you're homeless. And they tell her that, and she's like, "No, like I had a home. Yeah, this like was they just fun, don't understand man. that that was my yeah. home." But like, and that, and that was another thing I wanted to like kind of talk about, like that theme of that, right? Like, what is home, right? Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, what what does that mean, right? And so for her, it was like just being with her dad at that mm-hmm. point, right? Because mm-hmm. that's that's what those like girls in that foster home were saying, like, "Oh, you don't have a home if you don't live in a house and you're here. Mm-hmm. You don't have a home." She's like, "No, I was with my dad." And they don't yeah. understand that was like my home. I was home. Yeah, you know? and yeah, and they were fine. And yeah. some people have like a house they live in, but it's total yeah, it's, chaos. Yeah, it's it's total shit. like yeah. it's not a home. You it's know? not a home at all. Like, yeah. But by like you know like uh, whatever you think a Society home is, society standards. Yes, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 That, oh, that's a home. But but or yeah. The, or they'll just be like, yeah, there's a bunch of kids who are like under a roof, but they're being abused by their parents. Yeah. But like yeah, exactly. those people like, will be like, well, they they got a home though. Right, or a foster home. Yeah, That's they got a home. home. Like, you know, like. And then just because she's living out in the woods with her dad, who's mm-hmm. actually taking care of her, they're yeah. like, That's not a home. You gotta go come yeah. with us. But it's just like there's people being like molested and shit, like yeah. dealing with real shit. And you're just like, well, they're under a roof, so that's a home. Yeah, so that, we're that's good. enough. That's you know fine. what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah, that's like a crazy thing. I'm telling you, this this movie for not ever saying anything says a lot of shit yeah well i mean even when like um when he like you know he fucks up his leg or his ankle or whatever and then like after like it's healed kind of sort of a little bit he's he tells her oh yeah we gotta go and it and then he realizes oh like it's not we like any anymore you know like it's it's something else you know that that's like a big moment too like I mean, just being that understanding person and realizing, like, oh yeah, it's it's me who has to go. Like, yeah, I, like, and and a great like uh, kind of precursor to that moment is when he's showing. It was when uh, she's showing him the beehive. Yeah, and she's kind of explaining, oh look how they work together, and yeah. look how they all come together, and he's just sort of like. I don't like he just but, sort of doesn't really that, care and because a, that's just sort of a, saying that he doesn't want to be precursor to that is when the so, uh, the social services person is asking him, oh, can you work as a team? Can oh, you work together. Right. Uh-huh. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. like mm-hmm. and he can't answer those questions. He because he knows like he, also, he says what he said I used to. Right. He's yeah, like, I used to. He's but he's also smart enough to realize that like. You know, they're judging him on these things, you mm-hmm. know, so he knows that he can't like go outside that, you know, like, uh, you know, that boundary they feel is normal. Right. Is or, why like, that's or, why he or, goes to yeah. church because he yeah. knows he's like, oh, you just got to dress up and do this play thing the Sunday. game, yeah. you know, like play this and they game. Won't bother you. Yeah. 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 Which I think is another funny yeah. thing, too, which is like, you know, again, I don't think it's like saying this, but it really is kind of talking about that, too, where it's just like, man, that that's not going to save them. Like, you know, like dumping religion on veterans is that's, not gonna like you know what i mean yeah. like we need to like really like give them something else besides some shit like that. that's like you know what i mean yeah i mean that's what i think uh, religion is kind of it's yeah it's to give a lot of people peace of mind but right but it doesn't yeah it's it's like not it's like putting you know it's putting like a 
tape on like a broken leg like you know yeah, a broken it, leg it's just especially for like kind of really broken people yeah you know what i mean like it's really just that's like, not gonna fix them it's like a yeah. quick like kind of like it really is like jolt. a quick fix yeah. and, it, and it's like a fix where it's just like it's it's literally just being like hey like this is a quick fix but you're gonna have to keep coming yeah, back but it's like yeah it's really ignoring the problem in a yeah. huge way and like yeah that's i mean that's what i feel like religion is like and and it sort of shows that right in his character of him being so like eh, like this is what am i here for yeah you know but i mean he's just smart enough to like that's also the thing too he's like he still has his mind sort of like a lot of it most of the time you know like and it's just like showing like yeah he's like smart enough like to teach like his daughter like you know to read and write and understand these things and live out in the wilderness for christ's sakes you know and Mm -hmm. how to do things and like kind of like you know uh you know talk to people that he needs to talk to to survive sort of yeah Deborah granick's punk rock this is a punk rock movie yeah this is a very like fuck religion fuck the system yeah like fuck all that shit yeah. like be yourself like you know what i mean like not not necessarily like live off the land i don't think it's trying to say but it really is kind of just being like hey like you got to find your own path yeah you got to find your own way you got to like but also you don't need all those things that society tells you yes you don't need to be like that you don't need to be the the whether it's like the type of daughter or woman or man or or son or like whatever like you don't need to follow this sort of like well i'm i'm a husband so i guess i gotta be this way or whatever the case may be you know what i mean like there is no there is nothing for that you know what i mean it's all just i mean i don't know it's just all just wild baby in the wilderness it's all just crazy i mean Leave no trace. Mondo. Does it belong in the collection? Do we let it in? Well, I mean, it's leaving a trace all over me. <laughs> I'm telling you, that B scene, baby. That's one of the... I mean, come on. Yeah. That's just like one of the greatest visuals of that. You know? They, they, should, they didn't even have to show the scene where they leave, where they say bye together. They just had to show that B scene where she's like showing him like, Hey, look, you know, if all the bees come together... Like how the way they work together and blah blah blah, and he just like stands there and looks at him and just like, like kind of smiles like, oh, I, I get why you're happy about yeah, this, yeah. but it's not for me. Like but I'm I mean, not... yeah, he did work together in that kind of B scene, you know, like you know, and he like, couldn't. Yeah, it wasn't for him. Well, I mean, it just it fucked him up, you know. Like I think that. Just, oh, oh, right, right. You know Before you're saying, saying like, yeah, yeah, as, like, exactly. Uh, yes. Being in the army, yes. or, like you oh, know, the military, yeah, yes. uh-huh. like you know, being in that, like they, yeah, they all work together, but it just. The experiences they had together just fucked them up and made them like you know want to separate off from that you know yeah and uh ben foster deserved an oscar foster deserved an oscar yep. mondo is it in or not i mean yeah i mean we've been fucking <laughs> what are we gonna say i i mean yeah i mean i've i like known trace a lot i mean i like i mean just it's just one of those movies that, yeah, I'm saying it was slept on for sure. And the acting was too. Like, you know, people just want to like, ah, they didn't do anything like I could really chew my teeth on, you know? So they kind of like dis- disregard it, you well, know? Yeah, like, it was just... I-, I was going to say like, because it-, it just didn't like, again, it, it you know, I-, I can see a lot of people just sort of being like, well, nothing happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like literally everything happens. Yeah. There's like little moments that like, and that's, you know, that's what's great about some director like deborah granick or it, walkabout you know like nothing oh, happens sure. but like but it, but, but, be, but i'm saying like in yeah. terms of leave no trace it really is more like subtle yeah yeah like, it's very, but, but you're right like in walkabout it's the same thing too like yeah. 
There is. I mean, there's that big scene. Like, there's the big scene. Okay, the dad is fucking shooting at the kids. You know, that's yeah. pretty. That's that's pretty big. Also, I mean, in Leave No Trace, I mean, them getting caught and taken into social services that's a big scene you know well sure but i mean you know it's treated differently you know like yeah yeah it's not the you know it's not this huge like the social worker with the heart of gold you know trying to save them and shit like that or like you know yeah and it wasn't like it was very like again it was very realistic and procedural yeah procedural like there was no like um where it would be more like that we're not like you know like the dog's not we're not like following the dog through all these shit like throughout the like for like 30 minutes like like, we gotta find him we got and there's like lights everywhere you know what i mean like it's not some like dumb it's very it was very real. Yeah, even when the dad gets fucking, you know, lost or he falls, you know, uh, Ben Foster, like his like his whole like thing. It's not like a huge like search scene. Like she just walks around and like and sees him. Oh shit! Like he he's fucked yeah. up himself. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then she flags down these people that are in the woods. You know, like it's very like you know simple and not treated so like Hollywood and like you know like just really take would really take just take you out of the, the you know the film or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and feels much more natural and like you know. Yeah, and for those who don't know, you know, if you're not a hiker, uh, if you're not a, a fellow traveler, uh, leave no trace is a common hiking term. It means you know, pick up your trash, don't be an ass, don't you know what I mean? Yeah, don't leave no trace, and that's what uh, that's what Ben Foster, uh, Thomas McKenzie, and Deborah Granick did here. So yeah. it's in, right? Yeah, it's definitely in. Yeah, bring no trace, get Ben Foster in this goddamn collection. We do need Ben Foster, and you know, and again, it, it's one of those things. And you know, it, we need more women directors. Yeah, Deborah Granick, she's in it. She's you know, we need more women directors in the collection, and so it's in, it's in, it's in like Flynn. Um, I'm thinking about uh, maybe starting sleeping in the national park. I don't know. We'll see what's up. It looks like it look, just looked like a good time if you yeah. could do it. You know what I mean? Like it looked like it was fun. If you can just sort of like, if you have the if you have sort of the, down with the day by day, if right? You have like, the streetwear for it, dude. Go just, for it. Yeah, yeah, you got to get that Patagonia. You yeah. got to get that like you know, right or Carhartt. Yeah, Carhartt. Yeah, it's expensive to live North like a Face. Bum. You know, Columbia. It's, it's, it's very expensive, like a bum out in the woods. Yeah. It's really expensive because <laughs> I mean, I have a fucking Patagonia jacket, and that shit was like almost two hundred dollars. Ooh. And that was on sale, and uh, I have never worn it because I've never been out anywhere. I live <laughs> no. in Pico Rivera. Where would I wear that? That's really I mean, true. I'll wear it sometimes, you know, but uh, just look cool. Yeah. But anyway, uh, leave no trace is in the collection. This leaves is my a huge pick. trace on the cult. Oh yeah, um, I mean, everyone should check it out. It's on yeah. Hulu. Yeah, um, there's and, no reason for you not to watch this. Film. Yeah, it's available everywhere, and you all love. And Walkabout is on the Criterion Collection. Go watch that. Criterion Channel. Channel collection. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, it's also in the Criterion <laughs> yeah, Collection. it's in the collection, if, if, but it's on the yeah, channel to watch. You can get it. You can yeah. get it on Blu-ray. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, Leave No Traces on Hulu. I would definitely say check that out. Uh, because it belongs in the collection for all the reasons that I said. And and I just want to hear what everyone has to say about this movie. Because I literally want to go live in the uh, forest of Portland. That would be great. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Please watch Walkabout. Please watch Leave No Trace. Please follow the Criterion Cult at Criterion Cult Pod on Instagram. At Criterion Cult Pod. Wait, at Criterion no. Cult on. At Criterion Cult on Instagram. At Criterion Cult, Cult Pod, Pod on, on Twitter. Twitter. And gotcha. then, and then, if you'd like to follow me, I'm at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram. And then Jordan Garcia on Letterbox. 
And uh, Mondo, where can we follow you? Yeah, at save underscore Mondo on Instagram and Twitter, Letterboxd, all those things. Boom. You heard it here first. Join the cult. Stop acting crazy. Watch an Australian movie. Watch a movie directed by a woman for Christ's sakes. You uncultured swine. Talk to you guys later.